Welcome back to the show. This episode is so, so good, and I am so glad you're here. It is such a big one, so powerful. There's no mistake that you were led here. I cannot wait. Before we dive into the episode, though, I want to tell you about an upcoming workshop called The Energy and Frequency of Money. It is on October 17th at 5 p.m. Pacific 2022. It's coming up right away and it's a workshop all about how to manifest money. Of course, we're talking about the energy and the frequency of money and how to use the frequency to manifest. We're also talking about money blocks and money resistance and how to clear that. So that's the first half of the workshop. With slides, you get a workbook and the second half is a money activation. So this is like a meditation, but this is next level. If you've ever been on a Talia activation, you know what I'm talking about if the money one doesn't interest you we do have the get unblocked workshop every month which is also a chakra clearing and activation there's one of those a month um, but for this money workshop we are diving deep in giving you an abundance wealth activation so you're gonna learn things tips tricks man money manifestation hacks and practices and you're also going to experience a cellular upgrade a money activation it is something you do not want to miss if this is past the time of the recording of the live workshop, you can join and get access to the replay right away. Light your candles, dive in the energy and frequency of money. It is going to be so good. I've learned so much about money in the last few years. I've tripled my income. So much has changed and I can't wait to teach you all about it. So that is Monday, October 17th. I invite you to join us. And without further ado, let's get on to today's episode. Hey Seeker, welcome to the Awakening Her podcast. I am so grateful that you've been led here and I'm excited for you that you're answering the call to manifest more magic in your life by mastering the law of attraction. So cool. My name is Talia and I'm committed to cutting the fluff and showing you exactly how to manifest more excitement, ease, success, abundance, confidence, love, and anything else you've been craving. So if you're ready to crack the code on manifestation, amplify your intuition and play in the quantum. We are now besties. Let's do this. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the show. This is the 200th episode. Woo! Yay! Episode 200. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so excited you're here. Yay. This feels so good. This is going to be such a powerful episode. Woohoo! Anyway, welcome back. I am so, so excited to be here. I know every episode I say that I'm so excited for today's episode, but it's because I run the show. I am my business. I create these things. I create these episodes, the medicine, the intuitive guidance, the spirit, the channel that runs through me delivers these things. So every single thing I talk about, I am genuinely <laughs> excited and lit up to talk about. I love talking about manifestation and co-creation, intuition, tuning into your soul, manifesting money, business success, helping others, your soul's purpose, being an empath, how to navigate this experience, being high sensitive. There's so many things that I love to talk about. And today's episode is no exception. Today's episode, we are going big. 
If you're here though, you are ready for it. It's either something that you're already thinking about, a theme in your life, or something that you are ready to expand into because it is really big. We're talking about energies and frequencies. We're talking about the 3D and the 5D and a tool that I called holding the two, which is just going to really help you to navigate this journey. So this episode is for anybody, this episode is for anybody who's made it here, <laughs> but also if you've got this, these parallels going on in your life or this, con- not parallels, these contradicting energies, like you're feeling deep, either sadness, grief, stuck, you know, triggers wounds, but you're also feeling more power. You're feeling some light in your life compared to before. So we've got these two dichotomies, these two different realities going on. We're going to dive way into this. I know that it's going to be really beneficial and really helpful. So before we do, I want to do my little intro. Hello, hello. My name is Talia Joy. I am so excited that you are here. Um, this is the Awakening Her podcast. I am a an intuitive, a mentor, a manifestation teacher, intuitive development teacher, um, and just channel here to help lift up humanity, to help activate the power that is already within you because you signed a sacred contract coming here at this time, being a highly sensitive soul, being into these types of things, being called to radically change your life, transform your life. That is not an accident. You were called here on purpose. There's a soul contract to do these things. So I witness that part of my job here is to, first of all, remember, activate, heal, bring, bring out the light within me, which is an ongoing journey and one that I've been walking the path of a seeker through the awakening, um, period, you know, it's, I've been walking this my whole life. I've always been about the energy side of things and the metaphysical side of things. I've always been drawn to these self-development, intuition, law of attraction way before the secret. I just really was always interested in this stuff. Um, So part of my purpose here is to be an activator for other people. We come along and we activate each other and people in your life activate different things of you, right? You have a friend that reminds you to be fun and free and then you have somebody else that inspires you to be a really amazing mom or to travel the world or to create a business. There's people in your life, whether they're online or in person, that activate certain parts of you. And that's what I am, is I'm an activator to help you to remember the light within, to remember to remember... <laughs> To remember to remember the spirit within your spirit team, your intuition, your soul, the something more in life, tapping into your path, which you're already on. You're not off path, even if you feel stuck. There's ways to get more into alignment with who you are and your soul's lessons and all these things, but you're not off track. You are perfectly on time. We have come here to this present moment and it's really exciting. So that's what I do. I activate the light in people, but how I do that in the more physical is I teach law of attraction. I teach intuitive development. If you're a one-on-one client, which right now I have a spot for one, um, usually every month there's a couple spots that open up sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes there's a couple months of waiting, but if you've wanted to become a one-on-one client, check the show notes below um, because it is a truly magical experience where I deeply get to know your energy, your goals, your highest expression, your soul's purpose, your team, everything. And we really co-create to activate your gifts, to remember why you're here, to treat yourself with love and kindness, and also manifest what it is that you want. It's really helping the seeker through the awakening. So in my one-on-one containers, I do get to know your spirit team. I do get to know 
these strong energies that flow through of what you need right now, what source or your soul is trying to guide you toward. And that's a big part of what I do. But whether I do it on the podcast or I do it one-on-one, you know, it's all different, but it's all the same. It's all the same gifts. It's all me helping to activate the light that is already within you because everything you came for, the abundance, the freedom, the community, the transformation, the wellness, you know, wealthy, (laughs) of course, as well, abundant, money's great. Um, But the inner fulfillment and the purpose and everything else. So that is my mission here. That is my calling. And with this episode, um, that's going to do just that. So I'm really excited that you're here. In addition to all that, I am a Canadian. I live on the West coast of Canada on Vancouver Island. What up? I'm a mom of three. My little girl just turned nine. I'm recording this on the day I am releasing it. So I've just been through a birthday weekend of my middle daughter turning nine. My oldest is 12 and my youngest guy is three. So two daughters and a son, full life, married to my soulmate. We've known each other since high school. Our story is very serendipitous and um, really beautiful. It's a, it's a magical story, um, which I should get into at some point on the show. I'm actually going to have him coming on for an episode coming up where we're going to talk all about parenting, which I'm really excited to talk about because I have no clue what I'm doing. <laughs> I need help. <laughs> no, but we just kind of talking about being these people and parenting and the lessons we've learned and the things that we truly experience and helping other parents out there to try to navigate this stuff because it is hard. A lot of my clients are parents and We talk about the same stuff of being tired or overwhelmed or depleted while you're trying to also be a good role model and emotionally regulated and do the right thing, but you're tired and depleted and usually hungry. (laughs) Um, And it's just, yeah, it's a thick journey. So anyway, that's exciting. But that's just a little bit about me. If you want to follow along, if you love this podcast and you haven't yet found me on Instagram, go over and find me at Talia Joy Manifestation. The links to everything always are below as well. Um, And if you take a screenshot that you're listening to the show, and post it and tag me. It can be in stories or on your posts or whatever and tag me. We will send you a free gift as a thank you for sharing the show. I just love hearing the takeaways. I love getting messages from everybody and seeing you guys really resonating with what I am speaking. So it lights me up. I can't wait to connect over on Instagram or below. There's a whole bunch of links for my monthly um, chakra clearing workshop that I do to help you clear your energy. It's called Get Unblocked. If there's any offers going on, those will usually be down there or on Instagram as well as working together and all the other things. So just check below if you want to take this relationship to the next level. (laughs) Okay, so let's dive into today's episode because this is really good. So clear my throat, deep breath. This is big. Okay, so today we're talking about holding the two. And this is where we start to witness and get to know that life is a dichotomy. There's an up and there's a down. There's a yin, there's a yang, right? And it's not just that these things happen one after the other. Simultaneously is generally when they're happening, right? You can be going through a lot of growth and also a lot of deep emotional processing. You can go through a time of expansion and also simultaneously feeling depleted or overwhelmed or fearful, right? We are a walking dichotomy. The emotional system that runs in a human 
because of the brain and the way that it works and how our emotions are formed and our thoughts and our beliefs and our projections and our wounds and our traumas, like all of these things add up to how we react in our day and how we move through our day. And as a seeker, we're wanting to improve over time, right? Incremental upgrades, continue getting better, continue getting happier, all this stuff. But I just want you to become super present to the fact that this dichotomy always exists. And even within these people that are rich or are famous or are spiritual and seem to have it all together, they have ups and downs as well. You can be loving your body and then have a day where you're mad at your body for the pain or, you know, a a dis-ease going on, maybe weight or whatever else, right? We can be holding two energies at the same time. And as you realize that and really sink into that, you start to notice in your life and in other people's lives how this is really the truth. There's beautiful things going on in the world and there's horrible things going on in the world. There's probably beautiful things going on under your own house or under your own roof, right? And then also not so functional things or happy things going on. You know, we all have dark corners. We all have ups. We all have downs. Even think of like real estate. Somebody buys a $3 million home. They have now $3 million home as a status, as equity, but they also have debt, you know, unless they bought it right out. But I'm just saying, they also have debt. And those two frequencies are held at the same time. Look how good I'm doing. I'm also $500,000 in debt, right? So life is this. And when that, this is reason number 712, why we can't be pretending that we're supposed to be perfect, that we're supposed to have it all together, that we're supposed to get all our kids off to school on time, every lesson on time, every meal has healthy, every meal has veggies, every this, every that, you're going to bed by 10, you're meditating before you go to bed, you're waking up, you're stretching, you're meditating, you're in a calm, pleasant mood, and all your kids are happy, and the dog self-feeds, and like, it, it doesn't happen that way. We have both. And in this episode, we have both emotions, we have both sides all the time. And in the episode upcoming with my husband about parenting, when that does happen, I'm about to get very honest with everybody. And I know with my one-on-ones, we get to know each other. We get to be friends. You know, and you hear me talk candidly, it's hard. Things like parenting, things like having a job, having people you you know need to take care of or are responsive to you or whatever it is that we're all going through, it's tough. And I can be going through the best years of my life. Business is growing. I'm impacting people. I've got these beautiful children. We manifested our dream home. But two days ago, I had a panic attack and I couldn't stop cooking dinner or else I was just going to start crying because emotions were so high. And inside, I'm going through deep internal healing, which is a fucking roller coaster, as you know. Healing isn't just pretty, but see, it's the dichotomy. The healing is good. The healing is freedom. The healing is co-creation. The healing leads to more abundance and more clarity and more purpose and more power. But it also is hard. The deep levels of rage or guilt or shame or abandonment or sadness, grieving, it's hard. So as you walk through your life, wherever you're going right now, whatever you're doing, whatever you're manifesting, wherever you are in your journey, just start to become the witness a little bit more to how 
You can hold both frequencies at the same time. You can be moving forward in your life and also not have a fucking clue what you're doing. (laughs) You can be a hot mess and actually be deeply transforming. So I want you to really be aware of when we, you need to hold those emotions. So instead of pretending that we need to be happy all the time or pretending that healing is just constantly up and it's just a walk in the park or manifestation, right? Manifestation is not just a, I say, I want it. I put it on my vision board. It appears journey. It's a journey of stepping more deeply into yourself, of owning your energy, of knowing you are worthy of the things that you want. Because as I always say, and Wayne Dyer said, you don't manifest what you want, you manifest what you are. So when we reject the dark part of us, and this is shadow work, this is, you know, inner child healing, when we reject the part of us that binge eats or loses our shit on our partner or feels so frustrated or feels so hopeless or feels so lost, when we judge them as wrong and bad and shove them away and pretend they don't exist, that becomes a wound. And that becomes a wound that goes unattended. And just like your physical wounds, when it's deep enough and it becomes unattended, it gets gnarly, it gets infected, it gets pussy, it gets scabby. And that's what we're doing to those parts of ourselves. So instead, we need to start pulling those beautiful parts of ourselves that we've rejected. They're not, I mean, they're judged as non-beautiful, but I see you as a whole. So I know that it's all okay and that it's all you. And everybody else has their dark closets as well. So you're not the only one. And you don't have to come out and start talking about them on social media or with your family. This is a you thing. Pulling those disowned parts out through inner child healing, through shadow work, through unconditional love, being with who you really are and knowing that you can be this incredible person that also totally missed the dentist appointment and you felt like shit and you were charged or whatever, right? Where we go like, ah, and I know that's not a big deal, but I'm just meaning sometimes in my life, I'm like, oh, I'm a freaking mess because like, it's hard to keep all this together. It's hard to keep three kids and a business and this and this and whatever you've got going on in your life. Sometimes there's so many moving parts. It's difficult to feel calm and clear and powerful, but I'm both. I'm an awesome, powerful, focused, determined badass that helps a lot of people. And I'm also a frizzy haired mom trying to figure it out in life or frizzy haired, um, highly sensitive person trying to figure out life. I'm just a person, right? I can hold those two energies at the same time, those two emotions, those two states of being. So right now, as I've been talking about, I'm going on a healing journey. I'm on a healing journey with my back. I've had chronic pain my whole life. It started with my back. I just say my back because that's like the old narrative, but it's really everywhere in my body. Inflammation, blah, blah, blah. Um, This isn't the episode where I'm going to go too far into this, but as I'm on my healing journey of realizing what I've been storing in my body, which is trauma and emotions and self-abandonment and all sorts of things, (laughs) fun things. Um, as I'm going through this journey, as I said, in the beginning, I've felt deep sadness over how I've been in pain for so long that sometimes I actually get these emotions of grief over the life that I could have had or the ways that the pain has held me back. And sometimes that's enough to make me want to just ball 
and go through the emotions. And these days I am letting myself feel that. So as much as I'm deep healing and becoming more fucking powerful, I'm also experiencing some of the deepest like, like regret or not even regret. It's grief. It's really, it's grieving the life I could have had. That the fact that this pain has held me back for so long, it's sad. It's sad the things that maybe I've missed out on or whatever, right? So I'm processing both. I'm holding my power and I'm holding my pain. And this, I want you to really notice, whether it's a deep scale, like emotional, like I'm talking about, or the more surface level where you're like just trying to keep it fucking together and remember to put out the the garbage bins and get your kids to school or show up to work on time or just struggling to like get your taxes done, like just trying to keep up instead of labeling ourselves as a mess or as chaos or as not transformed and not there yet and never there yet, right? You are there and there's always room for those opposites, those dichotomies, that black and white to kind of start having over time a less big gap where maybe you're not meditating one day and then raging on someone the next day. But if you are, I still love you and there's no judgment. This is the place of holding those two emotions. But maybe as you go through your healing journey and there's less rage or anger inside, you're not raging or you're not drinking as much anymore. You've cleaned up a lot of your life. And so those extremes aren't as big because if you're like me, I've had some very big highs and lows in my life where like my lows were really deep and I don't have to go to that place anymore. For me, I don't have to go rock bottom, like in an eating disorder, in addiction, alcohol, all the things. I don't have to go back to that low But sometimes like as I'm processing the grief or the sadness or, you know, healing the relationship with my mom, the relationship inside with my own worthiness, those feelings are fucking, they feel like hell, like not actual hell, of course, but it is hard. It is painful. So they're always going to be there, but the gap does lessen slightly in sort of how dramatic it is and also how long it takes you under. That's what I've found is those thoughts can be still there. Those triggers are there or triggers are there in some way or another, but they don't take me out for the whole day anymore or the whole week or the whole month, right? They now become something that flows through me. And this isn't perfect. I'm not perfect that I have the tools to deal with because I know it's supposed to be there. Life is up and down. The way that humans are made, we are made with senses. We are made with an ego. We are made with a brain that works a certain way. We also have a heart. We also have our emotions. We also have our intuition. We are a walking dichotomy. We are 3D and 5D at the same time. So in the 3D experience, we are very concerned with our body, physical matter, the money, the status, the square inches of property you have, or the titles behind your name or your weight or whatever else, right? We're very attached to the 3D. Look at what I have in the physical. You can touch it. You can see it. I can show you bank account numbers, right? The 3D. And a lot of people think that that's all that they are, but you in this awakening are moving into the 5D. And some of you have been living in the 5D or aware of it for a long time. Some are just breaking into all of us are in the same place when it comes down to it. We're all learning. We're all expanding. So the 5D is the purpose, is the flow of life that moves through you, is the innate knowingness that you will be okay, that you are loved, that you are love. 
And some of those that may feel really foreign and that's okay. Knowing your love, knowing you'll be okay. It's okay because sometimes in the 3D, we don't know we're going to be okay. We don't know if we're loved. So in that transition, you transition from the like, what if I'm not going to be okay? What if I'm not going to do this? into the higher awareness. And this is part of the activation that I do. I I help to activate you when you're ready to that higher awareness that you are a piece of God. You are the universe. Remember that episode, um, a little, like just a few ago, you are the universe. And as we become aware of that, that's when we start to be able to see that the human experience is very dense. And in the human body and the human brain, like I said, the brain and the triggers and the wounds and all the stuff, we do have triggers. We do freak out at people. We get worried about our finances. We're worried our mate is going to be faithful or if we're going to be able to get the promotion or create the business or what should I do here? What should I do here? How do I make the money? That is our experience. We're meant to live in that. Because as a human, your soul chose your, not everybody gets to be human. This is a whole other discussion, but we chose to come to earth as one of the densest, in some ways, most difficult playgrounds for our soul to experience. But we chose it because we came here for massive growth and nothing grows you more than the human experience because it is so dense and it becomes a self energy mastery game mastering your own energy, realizing, remembering who you truly are, the love that you are, the beauty that you already are without the letters behind your name, without the weight loss, without the special gifts or talents or this or that. You don't need anything to be worthy of love, to be worthy of loving yourself. You already are it. You already have that power within you. So the journey is releasing the things that you are not, healing the shells you have around you, healing the resistance to love, healing the things that you've been through. That is the journey that you're on right now. And as you do that, you start to soften and you see and have compassion for the hardness, the difficulty of the human journey, but you start merging into the observer of your life. You start seeing things more from a soul perspective or a bigger perspective. And an example of that is, you know, say in your 20s, you went through a breakup and at that time it might have just been like, F him and F that and I can't believe it didn't work. And oh my goodness, what if I'm alone forever? I just really thought blah, blah, blah. It's all in the 3D, which is all of us, right? I'm not cutting anyone down. But as you become, move through time, Perhaps you are with someone and then it ends and you start to have thoughts of like, wow, they really taught me a lot here. Or yeah, even though it didn't work out, the reason we came together is because I was meant to have my daughter or I was meant to learn X, Y, Z, or he really taught me or she really taught me how to do this or that, right? And so we start to have that higher perspective of why maybe the relationship didn't work because we start to think more like that. Huh, I wonder if that was just bringing me to this, right? Maybe that person was teaching me what I needed to know for my future husband or wife or whatever. So we have that higher perspective and that's a really good example of how we can live in both. You can have heartbreak while also knowing that this must be teaching you something. So I want you to really sit in this for a second. You can have disappointment, nervousness, fear, worry, 
tripping out on what if it doesn't work or what if they, whatever, what if the business flops while also holding the vibration of, you know, you were meant, you are meant for massive things. You know, you're going through a change. You know, you're shifting into higher levels of power. You know, something really big is happening and you can feel yourself at a precipice on the edge of something massive, deep healing, deep realizations, big manifestations, and you can experience both. So in your life, I want you to start to see and even ask yourself right now, what can I hold the space for? I, and then say something to yourself along the lines of, I can hold the space for my worry and my excitement. I can hold the space for my uncertainty and my certainty. (laughs) I can hold the space for my pain as well as my healing. That is a big one for me as I'm on this healing journey, but my pain flares up, my body flares up. I am, my coach the other day said like, how's your pain? And I was like, well, there's little things that feel a bit better, but the biggest thing I've noticed is I'm relating to it differently. So as it comes up, I'm much more like, okay, I'm still dramatically healing, like big transformation, something that people said was incurable. I am doing it. I will be out the other side of this, sharing with all of you, all of the secrets and everything that I did to heal my body for sure. And right now, my back, my back, my neck, my sciatic nerve, my this, my that, you know, hurts. And I can have the space for both. So I want you to say to yourself, what can I hold the space for right now? And then say, I can hold the space for this and this in my life. Think of sometimes with your kids or maybe an ex or, or maybe family members, maybe a better way than rather than an ex, someone that you hate, but you love. <laughs> and I don't mean you hate your kids, but I just mean in moments where they're being like little shits or they're being like, ah, and you're like right now, of course I, I shouldn't have said hate. That's very strong. I would never say that, but you know, it's like, ah, I'm so frustrated with you and I deeply love you. Try anyone that's had a toddler or been around toddlers. That's the walking dichotomy where you're like, oh my God, can you just go to bed? Cause you are loud and whiny. And then they go to bed and you're like, oh, I wish they were awake. I just want to wake them up and snuggle them. It's like, it's so confusing. Um, but in your life, what can you hold the space for? I can hold the space for my rage and my healing, my deep feelings of not knowing how I'm going to love myself or how to even do it. I can hold space for that as well as the yearning and the knowing that I'm stepping into deep levels of self-love. I just, I'm figuring it out right now, right? So in this, the other thing that I want to say that is so important is that by holding space for all of who we are, we start to not try to change ourselves so much. And for those of you that have big goals and dreams and want to change things in your life, that's fine. That's usually soul led. You want to be healthier. You want to save more money or you want to find love. Totally cool. I'm not telling you not to have goals or shifts or changes, but what I'm trying to say is when you hold the space for both of you, all of who you are, the many facets, the fact that daily I am so fucking intuitive and talking to people's spirit guides. And at the same time, I'm a sensitive empath that sometimes gets so overwhelmed. I cannot handle the energy like with a bunch of people around or in a big crowd. And like, I'm the one grabbing my black crystals and trying to find a patch of earth. So I am both. I am highly sensitive and it's a gift and I'm highly sensitive and sometimes it's a mess. And that's me. When we can do that, when we can hold space for the parts of who we are, 
we stop rejecting ourselves. We stop judging the bad parts as bad. I want you to start to eradicate bad and good as if it's true. It's not true. There's no bad parts of you. Even if you're secretly doing something or lying or whatever, my hope is that you're not hurting anybody, but there's no bad parts of you. Even if you are hurting somebody or you're lost in addiction or you're lost in rage or whatever it is, it's because there's a wounded part of you inside. And even that we can start to have compassion for. It's the wounded part of me that is leading me to do these self-damaging things. And I start to love and send love to that part of you. This for some of you is really big, that it's hard. You might want to listen to parts of this again to let it in deeper and deeper. But the part of you that you have judged as bad, the part of you that doesn't have enough savings or isn't there yet, or even has these health concerns like me with full body pain. I labeled it as bad and I don't want it and this isn't right. And it's none of those things. I don't have to live with it, but I also don't have to suffer in it. So the part of you that you label as bad or wrong or in your day, when you act in a way, when you feel a way, instead of telling yourself, well, you should just be grateful that you have kids. You should just be grateful that you have a job. You should just be grateful, blah, 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 blah. No shoulds. Just say, right now I'm feeling overwhelmed. Right now I'm feeling unappreciated. Right now I'm feeling fearful. I'm scared. I'm unsure. I feel like, you know, I'm behind in life or I should be farther ahead or whatever, whatever it is. And I hold space for that. Big breath in, big breath out. And depending on your mood, depending on how deep it is or not, you could also say, and I also know that ultimately, I'm moving forward in life. Or I also know that ultimately there's a way through this and I'm doing it. You don't have to say that second part. It's okay because really it's about holding space. And the thing that I wanted to say is in that moment of holding space, instead of shunning it and shoving it away and labeling it as bad or wrong, you start sending love to it. And when you send love to it, not meaning you have to love the behavior or love the trigger, but when you send love to yourself, go outside yourself and say, oh, that's me acting from a wound. I'm just scared. I'm just triggered. I'm just terrified that I am not enough. I am terrified that they're going to abandon me. I'm terrified I'm going to abandon myself. And that's the wound speaking. And I can send love to that wound to that part of me, see it in your body, feel it in your energy, that part of me that is wounded, I send love to it. I surround it in a golden ball of light and send love to that part of me. And that small, subtle change is so big that we start being able to embrace all of who we are. And you start being very comfortable in the fact that you are powerful and you're a mess (laughs) or whatever words for you. Those are just words that resonate with me. I am calm and I'm also overwhelmed and it's okay. That is the human experience. And to anyone that pretends they're not, they're faking to anyone that's pretending they're not, they're not being fully disclosing or fully truthful. And it's not always the place to be truthful to be like, Hey, I had a panic attack yesterday. People don't do that all the time. That's fine. But I just mean anyone you see online, anyone that preaches that you get rid of any darkness, any triggers, any overwhelm. I just don't think it's true. 
I think it gets less and less that gap fills, as I was saying, you start to be able to know how to handle them. And now as I start getting overwhelmed right away, I send so much love to myself and I say, I witness I'm starting to get overwhelmed. I'm a highly sensitive being. There's a lot of people around. And then I ask myself, what do I need out of love and kindness? I need a minute. You know how often in this past weekend, we've had like three days of birthday stuff and family and Thanksgiving, it's Canadian Thanksgiving, all this stuff. You know how many breaks I took in my room, (laughs) in the room or in the bathroom or in my closet, like really at this point, wherever I could, I don't know, like more than 10 over three days, like just take, kept taking breaks to go and hold a stone or just take a breath, gather myself. And I don't shame myself for that. I don't pretend I should have it all together. It's not that that narrative doesn't want to come in. It's just that I know better. It's okay. I am figuring it out and I've been figuring it out for a long time and have a lot of tools. So I'm both. I'm the trigger and I'm the healer. You are the trigger and you are the healer. And those two can coexist. And when you send love to that part of yourself that has not been loved and in fact been judged been judged by you, like it shouldn't exist, like that part should be healed by now and you shouldn't be in this pattern anymore and you shouldn't feel these things. Bullshit, not true. You are on a healing journey and those undesirable traits, some of them like a, like prone to triggers, prone to overwhelm, that may always be there in some form, but other things will fade away. The need to yell, the need to this or that, you may get triggered sometimes, but a lot of things will also fade away. And they'll fade away as you bring more love into your life. And as you start to embrace holding the two, holding the two emotions, grief and gratitude, power and messiness, success and uncertainty, and realizing that your way is the two. And the last thing I want to say is on balance. And this really comes into holding the two. I don't think we are ever perfectly balanced. I don't think the goal is to walk through life perfectly balanced, even thinking of the masculine and feminine energies. You don't walk around always perfectly balanced. Some days you're leaning more into the feminine and other days you're leaning more into the masculine. If you have a business and it's like launch time and plan time, you're like all masculine, you've got charts and you've got checklists and you're doing the shit. Then other times you're meditating, you're journaling, you're in the feminine. So if you look at it, balance is the oscillation of all of the different ways of being and the different sides to us. So realizing that some overwhelm is okay in the, also the joy and the gratitude that you are feeling that is balance. Thinking of balance as not this perfect place of nothingness, like balance is always meditation, It's like balance is embracing both, holding the two. Right now I have my hands cupped out, holding the two. And look, they're cupped out and they're like even, like I'm holding two things. That's balance. Is knowing that you are the mess and you are the medicine. That you are moving through things as you're wildly triumphant. You're grieving as you're expanding. You're healing as you're growing. The wound is there and a wound while it's healing. It's still a wound. So it's wounding and it's healing simultaneously. Is your skin wounded or is your skin healing? Pardon me. It's both. It's wounded and it's healing. 
Sometimes if somebody passes, you experience deep grief and depending on where you are in that grief, also gratitude for the journey you led with that person that you had, that you had that connection. Think of when a pet passes. I mean, I don't want to turn this all sad and downer, but I'm just saying we are meant to experience all of it. So my wish for you, my intention for this episode is for you to, first of all, have this truth activated and then start to see in your life, do that exercise of I can hold space for my blank as well as my blank. Write it up, repeat it to yourself, put a reminder on your phone. I can hold space for this and that. And if anybody here, for all of you that do have businesses, this is a beautiful trait that really connects you to your clients because I really don't believe in pretending I'm there, pretending I'm perfect, pretending that I have it all figured out. I am here to walk the journey with you. And my clients tell me all the time, thank you for sharing so vulnerably. Thank you for sharing a story from your life or your family or your husband to help me see that I'm not alone in this. So don't pretend to be perfect. If you have a business that doesn't, that doesn't go over well anymore anyway, because people are kind of getting sick of the Barbie doll Instagram thing. We want real. And when you allow yourself to hold the frequencies of both, you show your clients that they can do that as well. So stop trying to be perfect to everybody, whether you have a business or not, it's okay. And by holding that energy for yourself, you're no longer rejecting who you really are. You're giving yourself love and compassion and healing. And guess what? This is the level where it helps you to heal what you've been through. Because if I could assume you have been through an experience where somebody could not hold your energy, where somebody could not nurture your needs, they didn't see you, they didn't hear you, they didn't be with you, they weren't with you in all of the parts of who you are. They probably told you you were too much or too sensitive or to be quiet or to not speak up. So this is the time to come along and love you the way you wished you were loved. And imagine with children with a temper tantrum, anyone that has kids or if you've been around kids, if you either give a kid total space or just love, they ease out of it a lot more than if you continue yelling and you continue elevating because we're not holding the space for what they're feeling saying that it's also really hard as a parent. So I have, I have space for that as well, but we need to hold the space through our tantrums, through our emotional ups and downs and not shun and not shove ourselves away and not pretend that it's all rainbows. We hold the space for both. We give ourselves unconditional love and we start to reparent. We start to show ourselves that sacred compassion, that sacred self love that gives us what we're longing for. And then get this, those undesirable traits start to fade. That's how I healed binge eating. Emotional eating was not through restriction. It was not through telling myself I can't eat after 7 PM. That just caused more of it. It was from loving kindness as to why I am eating, giving myself love before the food, or eating and going, I love you. You chose this. You're worthy of this. Enjoy your chocolate. You just enjoy it, my love. No worries. Instead of, oh, why am I eating this? I shouldn't be eating this at night. I shouldn't be eating this, this and that, right? And then it became less of a deal. And then I found at night, 
I didn't need the food as much. And I just would have my tea and I'm like, oh, that was so satisfying. But really I was satisfying myself from the inside out. I was giving myself love so I didn't have to self-abandon and then retaliate with more food or alcohol or whatever. So the crazy trippy part is that's the actual tool to lessen behaviors that are self-destructive. The self-sabotage. You don't just stop self-sabotage by trying to stop it. It's because there's so much pressure inside you to be perfect and to have it all together and to have it all figured out, societal pressure and pressure from you, that it causes us to binge, to do things, to get out of our head. But the more love you give yourself and the more ability to hold the two, to hold the two energies that are within you, the light and the dark, the devil and the angel, and hold them, you don't need to retaliate as much. And you more naturally become who you truly are. So I hope this episode has served you. I'd like you to look for areas of your life where you can hold two energies and resist judging them. For anybody who loves to journal, journal on this right now or as soon as you can. Say, today I'm holding the space for this and that. And write about it. Just say, I can hold the space for my anger or for my overwhelm because I know that I'm human and I experience these things and I'm growing and changing and I love myself on the journey and I love who I'm becoming and I can send love to the part of me that gets reactive, the part of me that is scared. And I can understand I've been through a lot and given what I've experienced, it's understandable that I would feel triggered, that I would feel worried, but I'm learning to love myself. And no matter what, I love you, no matter how you shine, no matter how you show up, no matter how you are in your darkness or in your light, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Try that angle and tell me how it goes. I'm sending you so much unconditional love in all of your facets, in all of your colors, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for tuning into the show. I truly hope that it served you and it means so much to know that there's seekers out there like you on the path, really willing to give it your all and go all in. And if you do find value in this show, I would be so honored if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really actually makes a huge difference to the success of the show. And I just love seeing your words and being supported. So thank you so much. The link for that is in the show notes and also down there, you'll find some links for some free gifts. 